Hello, everybody. Thank you for downloading episode 48 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. We're very excited to have Doc Hammer as our special guest, one of the creative minds behind the Venture Brothers. Speaking of which, season six premieres January 31st at midnight. Both Mark and I are part of this season. We're really proud of the work that we did, and it's a hilarious show. So check it out. Adult Swim, January 31st at midnight. And now, without any further ado, episode 48 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best Star Trek movie. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hey, everybody. How are you? Greetings. Uh, what's up, Hal? How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm in New York City with you. We're in the same room together. And uh, what a room it is. Yes. Uh, just within eyeshot, I'm looking at Boba Fez, which is Boba Fett with a Fez on, uh, a pirate flag, and uh, a model of human anatomy, among thousands of other things. Yes, I'm looking at the dartboard behind your head. Oh, great. I'm looking at uh, Han Solo encased in carbonite and the poster for Rosemary's Baby, the lobby card. Well, that can mean only one thing. And now. The Odd Fellowship Grade 1 banner. Odd Fellowship Grade <laughs> 1 banner. Uh, we are in Astrobase. That's right. Astrobase, uh, home of Venture Brothers and... Uh, that voice that you just heard chime in was the voice of Doc Hammer, our special guest. How Welcome, you doing, Doc? Doc? I'm, I'm great. Thanks for Thanks. having us into your home. <laughs> I told you you can't say home. This is rec- oh. it's recorded at the Astro Base, which is floating somewhere near the moon. So oh. don't say home. Go back and pretend you're on the spaceship. Listeners, I want you to close your eyes. How I don't know how you're going to get this to the people. And I want you to imagine that you're in space, the final frontier. It's an oxygen-poor environment, and I feel queasy. We are all dizzy, but before we pass out, uh, we are here to settle, once and for all, which of the Star Trek films is the greatest Star Trek film. And, uh, Doc, you're a big Star Trek fan, are you I'm a not? massive Star Trek fan. Tell, tell us Thank a little you. bit about that. I'm a massive Star Trek fan. <laughs> Why should the people listen to you? Let me elaborate. Okay. I'm a massive Star Trek fan. <laughs> no, I mean, Star Trek is, that was my first language. That was daddy. Cause it was being, uh, uh, when you're a kid, they air these things at like three. You get home from school and you put on Star Trek and I was not a bright kid. So I believed that they were happening at that moment. <laughs> and, 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 I'm not joking with you. Like, I believe that Star Trek was in production when I was a little kid and that it had a better look than everything. And I, I would watch it and, and think, God, more shows should have men in makeup. <laughs> <laughs> they look really smooth. Because they look really – the beige is spot on. And and everybody had uh, mask, like eyeliners and yeah. stuff like that. And not just Spock, who you wanted to just be Spock, but McCoy had like a lovely blue above his yeah. eyes. It was so handsome. And I thought all of it was a stylistic choice. Okay, and no, I was aware of stylistic aesthetics before I was aware of syndication. We just assumed that everybody in outer space in the future wants a nice Persian smoky eye. Yeah. Like, uh, and, the and then those pointy sideburns yes. and, and, and impossibly sprayed hair. <laughs> which 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 I've read because I, you know I go in the forums why not sure uh that the, the the original Star Trek custom had the raglan sleeve okay not the seam but the raglan mm-hmm. with the zipper here 
And that was so they could get those shirts on and off without ruining the hair. Unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> they did have glorious hair on that show. Yeah. Did you, now, did you grow up in an area where it would have been conceivable that you would run into one of the actors from uh, the motion from the television show. Oh yeah, Connecticut. No, let me. <laughs> can, can, can I tell you this? I lived three houses down from a guy that was on Star Trek. Did it freak really? you out that he looked so much younger on Star Trek, and then when you saw him in real life, he was a, a significantly older man? Uh, that didn't blow my mind because I there's so much time traveling on Star Trek <laughs> that it's conceivable that, that he's an actual time traveler. Yeah, that he that he has spent a lot of time traveling in time. But he was uh, – I can't remember his name. He was one of the guys in maybe one or two episodes he would drive the Enterprise. Okay. He not a, not a navigator, but like we'll leave him in charge. Yeah, like the substitute. He was yeah. like, like 12th in command of the Enterprise. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like if we, – We 11 important people are going to go over here and talk about something. <laughs> uh, Joe. You know how they, they make the away team the most important people? Yes. It's a classic trope. Like let's take everybody that's super important and put them on a crazy planet. <laughs> And then meanwhile, we'll give the Enterprise to like, who Who knows? He was one of those guys. I might be able to figure out his name. I'm, I'm terrible with names. LaSalle. LaSalle. That was his character name or his actual name was LaSalle? Character name. LaSalle. So LaSalle. Mr. LaSalle. Trekkies out there. Do you use Trekkie, Trekker? You don't care which one, right? The guy that likes Star Trek is the go. preferred nomenclature. The guy, <laughs> the guy, the guy that likes Star, Star Trek. Trek. All you guys and gals who like Star Trek. Uh, LaSalle. Yeah. Lived down the, down the street next door. Yeah. And my dad would, he took me to, God, I remember it so well. I had around my neck a camera because I was going through my Peter Parker face. No film in it. (laughs) (laughs) No. So this kid. Just looking for spider webs to stand under. This this camera with no film may be broken. And, uh, I remember my dad bringing me there and he showed me like a picture of him and Leonard Nimoy. Mind blown. Sure. But mind blown because like Leonard Nimoy should never wear patchwork denim. Like, <laughs> like, like what episode? Where, where, where did they, like, who did they have to save that they would put a Vulcan in patchwork denim blazer? <laughs> All right. Poor uh, Spock. Let's talk, let's talk about the movies. Yes. Uh, the Star Trek movies. That's what we're here to discuss today. We are going to determine once and for all which is the best of the Star Trek movies. I am going to play, uh, somewhat of a moderator for this because I've not seen most of these movies. I've only seen a couple of them. Um, so I don't feel qualified to jump in and talk about this, but I can lead the discussion. Can you tell me which ones you have seen? Uh, yes. Yeah. I have seen both of the new ones. <laughs> uh, and the one with the whales. I feel like you could hear. That's, that's four. Uh, yes, that's four. The one with the four. whales. Uh, and it's I, always no, I, called I, the one with the yeah. whales. I also saw, uh, when I was very young, I saw, uh, The Search for Spock. And Three. I only saw the tail end of Wrath of Khan because Two. it was yes. part of, uh, the, be- it was the beginning of The Search for Spock. Did you see this on HBO? I did see it on HBO yeah. when I was a kid. Like a dun- New Year's Eve. I used to be afraid <laughs> yeah. of that logo because all of a sudden you're inside the O and then you're out in the deep, cold darkness of space <laughs> at the end of it. And I thought yeah. if I was in that O, I'd be dead. Yeah. Col- those colors would come sweeping across the You have a terrible, screen, terribly dangerous out, imagination I'd as a child. Blown I- out of the airlock like a xenomorph <laughs> left to die. It's like worst case scenario of like logo entrapment. <laughs> like it's never – And then uh, with, with the blaring trumpets playing so loudly at that point, the – 
it's so <laughs> deafening inside that O, which is just going to echo everything that you say. Yeah. Exactly. But you never thought for a moment that, like, inside of that is is ultimate peace and all the truth and your gram grams there. It's no, it's hell. It's yeah. I would look at it and go, that's where I want to be. I want, I want to get <laughs> no. back to that. My whole life is about getting back into the O getting back get to out. the void. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's where I, that's where I came from. Yeah. That's, that's where Nanny and Bampu are. Bampu. Bampu. <laughs> is Bampu a pet or another grandparent? Uh, Bampu is my friend, Charles. We, we called him Chuck, his grandfather. He was raised by his grandparents. Okay. And it was Nanny and Bampu. And even as an eight-year-old, I was like, Bampu. <laughs> and it stuck in my head. It's my go-to grandparent idiot name. It is a good grandparent. Nanny and Bampu. <laughs> That's like a trick you play on your grandchild. Like, how long will he call me Bampu before he realizes? It's Bampu. <laughs> I think it's just based on whatever the baby says first, right? Yeah. Like, in their attempt to say grandma, it's whatever comes right. out. And Bampu is what came out when right. someone tried to say grandma. That's right. Or grandpa was bumping. Oh, grandpa. Yeah. That's yeah. why my grandpa was called. <laughs> that was the first thing I ever said. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's attack these right. films. So, um, if I may, dig how in. do you want to go? I've been Tell digging. Us. I've been digging in, and I will offer you guys two options. I've been digging in online to a lot of this because I may not have pet the horse, but I can still play the ponies. I'm looking at the numbers for all of these movies and the ranks. Did you make that up? Yeah, I totally made that up on the train on the way over here. Did you write and it down? I'm really excited about it. <laughs> or did you it. use a mnemonic device to no, remember it? No, I didn't even need one. Uh, it was just in the hopper and i was really excited about it. did yeah. it work yes okay good yeah it, it was so good that i thought well this, that's garbage he's been using that all week no i thought of that on the train <laughs> um so i would like to look at it in one of two ways we can either uh start at the beginning and draw a line uh a linear path from star trek the motion picture up through um into darkness and we'll see uh where that roller coaster is at a high peak and where it's at a low peak or we can go through and uh, try and rank them. I th I think it makes sense to what makes sense to me is to go through them chronologically, especially the original cast movies. That's that's at least five of those films are com are a complete story arc of what happens to that crew, and then and then we sort of pick out the ones that would be finalists. What what makes sense to you, Doc? I'm I'm here for the ride. <laughs> I may not have taken a horse here, but. <laughs> I am not afraid of a horse pill-sized idea. Ooh. <laughs> now, that's not good, but I didn't have a whole train ride to come up with it. That's I, I just, I'm just, it's, it's right off the, the cuff. But you know what? Like that horse pill, we'll swallow it. Right. That's right. Um, all right. So let's, uh, let's take a look then chronologically at the films. And we will start with the original Star Trek, the motion picture. That is, uh, Star Trek, the motion picture. Came out in 1979 uh, on the heels of Star Wars. Was it made in 79 or did it come out in 79? It came out in 79. It was probably made 77, 78, mm -hmm. directed by Robert Wise. Yes. Who Did we know what else he made? He made uh, that movie, The Horse Chronicles, which is about a series of guys just sitting on a bench coming up with sayings. Uh, Not nice. popular at all. <laughs> nice. Not popular. <laughs> now, it's like a, a my dinner with Andre yeah. kind of thing. It's just chitty chat. Yeah. Eight million dollar film, which is which is amazing in seventy nine to spend eight million dollars on a on a conversation. Most of that went to pay for George Burns' salary. He was yeah. a star. He could he could make whatever he wanted back he did, then. He was God. Yes, he had he was played God. God. How many of those right. did he make? Oh God! Three. Oh God! You devil! And oh, God, oh God! Book, book two. two yes. was right. the second one. That's, That's right. right. Um, I I'm not a big fan of Star Trek the motion picture, um, and I know there's a director's cut. Let me tell you this. 
please. I don't want to come right out and start ranking them, but okay. you're stepping on a a landmine. This is this is a big one for me. Tell me, tell me, huge one for me. Okay, yeah. Why do I think it's a great film? Tell you me. All, here it is. What is a film supposed to do? Uh, give you escape, make you feel something. Boom. Okay. Because that one makes you feel it makes you feel exhausted. <laughs> it, 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 does, it makes you feel like may, uh, may, these conversations are so long. Yeah, yeah, maybe somebody laced your life with codeine. <laughs> like, is there codeine in this existence? <laughs> Did somebody codeine me today? Uh, there are three or four films that one I can barely stay awake for, mm-hmm. and two. I don't feel like myself watching it. I want to constantly be spraying myself with a, like a mister to like, re- who are you? Who are- <laughs> like, is everything okay? I got to touch things. I have to have like a, like a, 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 a metal top in my hand. So I know it's not a dream. I got to keep yes. spinning it. Uh, I need a touchstone. If you keep calling, keep calling uh penny. That's yeah. my lost reference. Sure. Yeah. I need her in both, in both time frames. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's Brazil, mm-hmm. The Hunger, uh-huh. Man Who Fell to Earth, okay. Star Trek The Motion Picture. Okay. That is, I'm, I'm sorry, was that an equation that ended in Star Trek The Motion Picture or that's your list of movies? Those are lists of movies that I don't feel like I'm myself watching them. The Hunger is the weirdest, 80ist, oiliest. If I told you the pl- plot, you'd be like, that's the greatest film I've ever heard. Then you watch it and you go, where is anything you just said? <laughs> I, I have no idea. This is really about vampires. It's not about David Bowie napping. <laughs> Cause that's what it feels like. Brazil, which is just crazy pants. Sure. All the way through. And it's shot like, you know what life looks like, right? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and this is what I think life looks like. This is what solid objects look like. This is lighting, right? No, it's nuts. And Star Trek, the motion picture is like that. There's a sound that goes through it that, you know, the bridge sound. Yes. They came up with a new one for that movie that just like attacks your pineal gland and just makes you, it makes your eyes cross and your, and your, your body sweat like a, <laughs> like something close to a solid, like you're actually sweating a, a film. Just, I love that. I okay. love the experience of that film. No other fi- other films you watch it and you're like, oh, this is a movie. That's a plot. This is immersive. At the end of it, I feel like I'm going to bust out of the chamber and I'm like s- swinging my arms that are now four inches longer, hairier. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I've been floating on salt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, that's fair. Uh, if you've never seen this movie before, I'll give you a synopsis of it, which is the original crew is pulled from the corners of, of the galaxy to, uh, to reunite on the Enterprise and, uh, look at a disturbance, which turns out to be V'ger, which is some force that is consuming planets and ships. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Guys, let me toss it out there. V'ger is none other than Voyager. The uh, probe that is still making its way to the outer reaches of our solar system. Right. So the idea that it comes back or has gained sentience in some way. And wants to merge. Yeah. It just yeah. wants to merge. It needs more data. That's what we sent it out it's, to do. It's, the original five have a, have a, have a weird kind of like touchstone theme, which is thing coming back wanting something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta merge with man. We gotta merge with whales. We gotta keep coming back. It's, it's a scary thing that we've made. Yeah. 
Do you like the director's cut of it, though? Have you seen the director's cut? Wait, there's a longer version? Because it's eight hours long. Yeah. Everybody, that's one thing that I've discovered is this movie is really uh, knocked because of its length and also your description just now of, like, it's like coding in movie form. It's It's amazing. It's much more like Star Trek. They made a longer one? It's it's much more like Star Trek in 2001 had a child than Star Trek and Star Wars. That's what the the reboot films are more like. They're more Mm -hmm. action-driven. This is like... Yeah, there's no car chases in this. Think and you watch things. How long after Voyager was this? Do we know? When did Voyager go up? 71? 77, I think. Oh, 77. Yeah, so this is pretty, it was timely. Probably the timeliest outside of, um, outside the of Whales. Star Trek 4, which is very, which is, took place in modern day San Francisco. Um, but I mean, would you hold that out as, as, as the best film? Do you want to bring it into? Are we starting this roller coaster ride at the very pinnacle? It's, it's in my top three. Okay. Okay. Well, then let's it's see, hard. Um, to, it's hard to call that a best anything. It is, but it is a top. I think it has these elements that just don't exist in movies. Okay. And that is really important to me. All right. You know, it it has elements that exist in art films, but they're accidental and they're weird. <laughs> it's not- um. <laughs> Now, before before we go on to the – Hal, did you have anything else you want to throw out? No, no, no. I think it's – I, I also like that the, the, the cast that they put into it was developed for a TV series spinoff oh, kind yes, of thing. Oh, yes. Stephen Collins. Yeah. Uh, so you have – Yeah. yeah. He, he flies in in Cutter's Goose and then <laughs> shows up. <coughs> Tales from the Gold Monkey. That's what that reference was. That was my Cutter's Goose. I'm, I'm, some of them are so horribly – you throw it oh, out there. That I'll tell you what my reference. <laughs> I just assume that Hal will get the ones that I don't. No, get. I, I didn't. I was lost, but I'm uh, loving it. Yeah, Cutter's <laughs> Goose. That was that was what he was. Uh, Jake Cutter. Okay. Yeah, and his dog was Jack. <laughs> Jack and Jake. I don't know why they did that. Somebody should have stopped. Yeah, that him. was terrible for the Awful. writers of that. <laughs> yeah, for a little kid going, well, that's the same name in my head. That's professional baloney. That's pro baloney. <laughs> pro baloney. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, the, the cast was meant to be the next gen, but it just didn't work. So it had all these weird elements about it that, that I think made it a very special film. Yes. Um, so I've, uh, in my going over with the ranks of all of these films and studying the online lists, uh, this one ranks, uh, not in the bottom three, but in the next tier up from the bottom three generally. Okay. Um, and uh has a do, do you do we want the numbers are we going strictly on I don't uh, if people want what the world thinks of it what good are we yeah right we're here yeah. to decide for those people yeah they look I was just I was just trying to find something to do <laughs> I have one job on this ship <laughs> which leads me now to Galaxy Quest <laughs> yeah uh, which we just talked about I will accept our, that as Star a Star Trek, Trek movie Star I, yeah. that's what I was I was actually walking on and the put way it over into here. the top five without a problem I mean yeah. It, yeah, I, I was sitting here thinking like, do we include it or not? Because so then I've seen four, uh, so five great. Of them. That, let's, because that let's movie include is fantastic. It. Let's include it. It's yeah. and and it, it gets a bite of the finals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all right, it's apocrypha, it's but but brilliantly it. done. Okay, yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. How can that be? I don't know. They so it. after <laughs> it's yeah, it's the uh, it is the uh, book of uh, Judas. If we're looking at the agnostic Bible, um, so we're going now to Star Trek Two. The Wrath of Khan, the I mean, second film that came out three years later in nineteen in eighty two, almost an apology for the first one. Yes, and and a great film. I mean, usually most people, if you ask them what they think the best one is or their favorite one is, and they've seen all of them, Wrath of Khan is usually in there. I think it's when they say Wrath of Khan, it's because they haven't seen all of them, and they just go, well, "This is accepted as the best one." And I gave up after four. 
because I, I grew up and didn't want to watch old guys pretending they're in space. <laughs> and I've never seen any of the you know next gen movies, so I'm just going to say Wrath of God because I'm supposed to. But it's it is a it is a pretty great movie. I mean, like the earworms are a little bit odd. It, it seems like another running theme of these movies is Chekhov. Is Chekhov gets injured really really badly? Yeah. Like gets Do you just like to hear him with in. that accent? He falls uh, off. Yeah, Walter Koenig. They are dear. Yeah. Yeah. Where they just go bananas with that in four. Yes. With the Wessel. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Oh Wessel, yeah. But we'll get falling. to that. Yes. Let's 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 stay here on. But uh, I mean, the, bringing back Khan from Space Seed, and I think he was in another episode of the original series um, with his baffling rubber chest. Baffling rubber chest. <laughs> he's and and his incredible mullet. Has he ever copped to the rubber chest? The, uh, he, all he says is that it's real, and I think he said like I do a lot of push ups. I don't know if that's the truth. He, he took it with him to the he grave. Have, we'll never know. Yeah, he did have some, we will some never impressive know. pecs in that movie. Yeah. It was um, absurd. And it, he's great in that. He's chewing scenery, but like well, he's, that's what Star Trek is about. Exactly. It's he just does you, it well. You no, know, just a big plate of defecant. Just eat that up. Because you got Shatner, who's already just started. Like, we're just. Yeah. Put it all in a big bowl and add some milk. I'm eating everything. I mean, I'm eating your lines. I'm eating the scenery. I'm just eating everything that came out of our backsides. We're just going nom, 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 nom. So you have to match that. And he does. He really? doesn't match like, it. He, he stands well, on it. He raises the game. He stands he on it. He's You're floating right. on it with a, with a maybe an, an Italian accent. It might be fake. I mean, this could be a guy from Burbank. It's whatever that planet's accent is, which happens to sound Spanish. He's from the Earth of like 2000. Yeah, in the future. future He's from future Earth that that was a long time ago. And then he's dumped on SETI Alpha 4, I think, uh, or SETI Alpha 5. Sure. In the original series. So he's been on this planet that was supposed to be this home for him and and the people that he was also – he was frozen with. Yeah, he was Uh, a Superman for for – a different time right. and then they so they he, he starts making problems on the enterprise and this is back in the 1967 series yeah he's making a problem on the enterprise so they drop him on seti alpha number yeah because he was on what botany bay wasn't that the name of his yes yeah the botany bay botany bay yeah so they dump him there like he'll be fine mm-hmm. but something like something some something goes by and tears of the planet in half or ruins yeah. of the sun and they have to live in a terrible little shack yeah and then they come back, and he is angry. Yeah, so he wants revenge. He wants revenge on, on Kirk. And there's for doing a, that the Genesis weapon or the Genesis project, which was created by by, by Kirk's Kirk. son. Yes, and his ex-wife. And his ex-wife. Um, his son has a, has the most beautiful afro. Yes, and a constant knotted sweater around his neck. <laughs> Do you remember that? That's, yes, it's so perplexing because when you're a kid, it's a little bit of a cape, and you're just like, that's that guy's. That's the worst superhero costume I've ever seen in my life. That's the most alarmingly bad superhero costume. This is really, I don't get why they did that. Yeah. And it wasn't till the sweater, next generation, um, sweaters that, uh, was a little kid they had in there for a while. Wesley? Wesley's sweaters? Yes. Like his kind of Cosby sweaters? Yes. Which you get to watch again, and then you go, oh, I get it. That wasn't a cape. That was a crappy sweater. The show can generate <laughs> crappy sweaters. Because the original ones, they never generated crappy sweaters. True. No, they had that shoulder zipper thing. They had a yeah, shoulder so zipper. That you could get your shirt off it. and not mess yeah, up your Yeah, there's no crappy sweater. They couldn't get their head out of those sweaters. Yeah. It would have to be a real big, like a real boat neck to get your head out of those. Yeah. 
Yeah, is that why exactly. boat necks are shaped like that? Do sailors have abnormally large heads, or they just want to keep the bobby pins that are holding those little white heads? They, yeah, they don't want to knock the curlers yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if anyone is listening that's in the Navy, please don't come kill us. Or just who who has a sailboat. Like a, a, a boating, a boating enthusiast. It yeah. doesn't matter if they're in the Navy. Do boating enthusiasts wear the boat neck shirt specifically because it's the uniform? They're, like, re- look, they're required by maritime law. They are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Because when like you, if I go on the Enterprise, I'm gonna wear my uh, I'm gonna wear my because you wear wool, yeah. right? When you're on a boat, yeah, sure. Because cotton, of course, will take in the water and make you cold. Wool absorbs the water, but you stay warm because it's it's hair, and it, that's what it did for the animal. Yeah, you get you get pulled into the water, into the drink, which is <laughs> as, what they call it. as the salts <laughs> in, call it into the, into into the blackened drink. <laughs> And you're wearing nothing but wool. You got to get that off. And if it's getting caught behind your ears, yeah. So you need the boat neck. That's why the boat neck. So you can pull it off when you're in the water. I just made that up. Did you really? Yeah, I just made that, that up. That's so true. good. That's got to be true. And that guy's so good. Yeah, imagine me with homework I didn't do. <laughs> like you're like your te- your yeah. history teacher. Everything she knows is wrong. Yeah. Oh, I have to give you an A for this, but I yeah. know none of this is fact. Yeah. No, I know your dog didn't do that. I know you don't even have a dog, and, and I'm crying because I tried to curtail it. Um, uh, Star Trek Two, of course, ends with uh, Spock sacrificing himself. The, there's a core meltdown that he fixes, and he he dies at the end of that movie. Apparently, the only reason that Leonard Nimoy agreed to do the movie was, was if they killed Spock in the yeah. end. I don't know if I believe that. You don't think that's true? I believe that Leonard Nimoy is a saint. Yes, and that th- when, when he wakes up, he goes Star Trek. Like that was what he did. And then first thing he would do is Wait, you don't think he would go stand by lights, camera action. No, <laughs> no, he would, and then he would call. Bill Shatner. Yeah. Bill, are we going, we going motorbiking today? You know what I mean? Cause, <laughs> and they would like drive around the Hollywood Hills and they're on their dirt bikes and they're like patchwork denim jackets and they're gently flared boot cut trousers and dune buggying, you know, laughing about, uh, oh, I was on the, uh, Twilight Zone. Oh, you know, Bill, I did a stint on, uh, some Mission Impossible and yeah. some Playhouse 57. <laughs> and then they would just run lines together, yeah. you know, and call up Doohan. <laughs> Jimmy! Let's go get some lunch. I have to be at Temple. Yeah, that's what I wanted. So you, th- so you think he had no problem uh, doing this movie and then having a change of heart later that led to Star Trek III? Uh, yeah. Maybe. But let's not be cynics. No. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let, let's let's at least try to accept You're the, the guy uh, that began with. Uh, no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> let's accept that maybe he, you know, he loves Star Trek and he wants to do this in perpetuity. Yeah. Well, it's pretty obvious that all of them did. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, I think I think this movie is definitely a finalist. I think it's. I know it's a popular. Which one? A number two. Choice number two. Yeah. I now I know we're going to number three because they. We're fired, into number three. Yeah. Yeah. They fired his corpse down to the Genesis planet. Mm-hmm. The Genesis project, if you uh, if if you're not savvy, uh, was what helped grow life where life did not exist before. So taking barren planets and making them habitable. And now okay. Star Trek three. And now uh, Leonard Nimoy not only came back for Star Trek three, but also directed this one. Yes. Uh, so let's. He talk. did. He directed three. He did. I know he did four. He did three, three and four. That and then now that he I did it to that well, must we'll have been there. on the writer. That one I I would yeah. think like I'll do these things, but I'm directing both of them. 
That's it, I am a bit of a photographer. I don't know if you've <laughs> seen some of my... Look, I'll turn on this album and you can look at my paintings. <laughs> So, uh, so let's Trek talk 3. Star Trek Three. That was, this was the first one that I saw. Yep. Uh, and my introduction. Wow, to, what a weird place to see. My see. introduction as a child. I was about seven years old. Uh, my introduction to Star Trek was seeing this on HBO and watching the end of the second movie as the first moments I ever had of Star Trek. So Star Trek to me began with, "Wow, this guy that looks like Mo seems really important." <laughs> <laughs> old Mo, yeah, old old Mo meets the kid from the Munsters. By the way, go back and watch the Star Trek: The Motion Picture and go. They look reasonably young to me. Yeah, uh, it's because I'm old, and they got really old. So when you oh, go, yeah, because I remember being a kid watching Motion Picture. I'm like, God, these guys got so old. Now I look back and they go, they, they look young. They look like young kids. I mean. Yeah, but they're still grown men. a little healthy in the midsection, but sure. you know they're, they're well fed. <laughs> but still, they look young. Yeah, but Spock never was young. No. He's one of those guys that, like, I think somewhere around puberty, he turned forty. Yes. Well, we got Leonard Nimoy, <laughs> started right? yeah. the guy who was yeah. never young. Never, you could see him just like his, his high school picture. Yeah. It's like, why is there a forty-year-old guy? He's the kid who had a briefcase when he yeah. was thirteen, <laughs> but legitimately, like, I have my coat. But that's how you stay life. eternal. That's how you stay. Ageless. Yeah. You, 40 forever. you start hit 40 forever. Yeah. Hit 40 forever and then 80. You're yeah. like 40 till you hit 80. <laughs> Just all of a sudden you age like a yeah. last crusade when he <laughs> drinks from the wrong grail. Yeah. Also, he was, he was one of those guys that had a, you knew his breath was not good. I don't know why. Right. When every time Spock talk, you're just like, a little backup. It's labored. There's yeah. something labored. <laughs> yeah. Labored behind I think he might have had like that, nothing, not by anything he did. Yeah. And it was before you could take those pills that are made of parsley and stuff. Because you know that he just, you know he had that. You, wait, pills with parsley, gum? They no, no. Gum like back then? Like, like back, back then, if you had bad breath, they thought it was just happening in your mouth. Like you're having mint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now they're like, no, take this pill that goes into your stomach and deals with the problem right at the core. Oh, Bacteria. Right. Yeah. Bacteria. Like this, cause this is not your mouth. Take care like, of the exhaust at the engine, not at the Yeah. It's pipe. not like you didn't brush or anything. Right. Yeah. Don't paint the car. Open up the hood and find, <laughs> find out why it's making that terrible odor. Yeah. And if you don't, then get a horse. Yeah. Let's go back to horse metaphors. <laughs> this is suppositional. He might have the sweetest breath ever. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I've never had to speak to him. It might be just like, oh, are you kidding? It's a yeah. candy. You just want to lick the air that he that he he speaks in. <laughs> but I, as a kid, I go, oh, that must be horrible. That must be horrible. I don't know why. It just made it up. But it's off topic. Yes. Let's uh, let's talk about the topic. And it's a good topic for now, that since this is the one with Spock in the title. It was directed by Spock. Yes. Uh, he Can I tell you my problems with it right off the bat? Please. Mm-hmm. Vulcan with a perm? What? Yep. Robin oh, Curtis. Oh, that's yes. right. Huge Sonic. problem. Huge problem. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It does not, uh, it does not track well. It's so weird. No. It's they so weird. They also have bowl cuts or versions of bowl cuts. At least straight hair. Yeah. But like the really, like the straight, just like Morticia Adams straight hair where it looks like there, you could not add body to that thing. I will accept. With whatever. I'll accept dark skin ones. I'll accept albinos. Sure. I'll accept all that kind of stuff. I will not accept a very bad perm. <laughs> Because this is, these are people of pure logic. Yes. <laughs> pure logic. And nobody walks into a salon and thinks, 
Oh, that's forever. <laughs> this is this is permanent. This is permanent fashion. I'll take that. Yes. I'll take that. It's it's a it's a wash and wear kind of thing, right? I don't have to spend a lot of time with it in the morning, yeah. picking it out or working it through with a curling iron, right? I can just it's a it's a I, I'll take this giant poodle perm. Yeah, yeah, and cut bangs into it while you're at it, because Vulcans love a bang. They love a love a tight bang that starts at the middle, <laughs> bangs into the mohair cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. you go into if your head is salon, just bangs, it's yeah, just all it's made out of bangs. Yeah. If your hair is made out of yeah. bangs, the it's ba- all pictures. The back somehow works as a bang. Yeah. yeah. That's what you want. Bang. <laughs> yeah, we'll take um, Yeah, all I, right. I think we can knock that film out. I, I, there are three things that stand out in it for me. One is the death of Kirk's son, which plays in later. Two is the dis- also perm. Yes, also perm. So many perms. Kirk had a perm then. Kirk had a, yeah, I think Kirk he might have snapped it onto his head, but it was a perm. Absolutely. Yeah. The best snap on perm you could get. Then there's what the, year was this? This Mark was uh, nineteen eighty-five, I believe, or eighty-four. Eighty-four, uh, eighty-five. Doesn't might say. be eighty-four. Whatever it is, I can now safely say. The year of the perm. It was the year. It was the year of the perm. The permanent wave was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The destruction of the Enterprise, but also Christopher Lloyd as the as the Klingon, as the bad guy Klingon. (laughs) Yeah. He does the (laughs) Mons Choi Chu. That's the only thing I remember (laughs) from that movie dialogue. Which means Marty. Yeah. Uh, it means hokey dokey. (laughs) Which I did. I. It was Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. It was Christopher Lloyd. Uh, here, uh, another thing I remember from Please. it, the hazy memories of this movie, <laughs> that there was a young Spock, Spock growing up yes, very quickly. on the planet, and they had to send down Perm Vulcan S. Yes. And she may have given him a handy. Could have happened. Could have happened. I think, didn't. I think that was implicit. Yeah. I think if you go back and watch it, there's a lot of things you just go, yeah, yeah, that was handy. Yeah. They go to the planet HJ9. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It's right up a Vulcan and they, that's a, that's a Because he was going through the, you know, some early stages of Ponvar. (laughs) (laughs) Some early Ponvar stages. (laughs) Ponvar. Um, I'll be using that voice anytime I say something I shouldn't know. There you go. Ponvar. Uh, he was, you know, the, the, the Vulcan estrus. Yes. Or, uh, the coming of age. The needing to get some. And she comes down and helps him. Suddenly he's fine, like he's all yeah. sweaty and stuff, and she they come back out and it's okay now. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think happened? She, I, you, I mean you went you went lowball on the on planet HJ then. Yeah. Well I'm nope. assuming it well you gotta remember I saw all, all these as a kid. Yeah. That's that was the pinnacle. Yeah, that yeah was, and, and that was a home run. Yeah, and that's like as that's all you could ever ask for. Yeah. And the journey of a million miles begins with a single step. It does. Let's you not put forget. One it does. Foot in front of the other. Yeah. At that age I was thinking, God, if a girl would just laugh at my damn jokes. Like that would <laughs> like that's all I'm looking for. I don't care about anything else. I don't I don't want the hand holding, I don't want the saving a place for you in line for the water fountain privileges. I just want somebody lying to me that what I'm saying is funny. Like yeah. just a couple chuckles for the crap. Like I know these are bad. I know they're bad. Just just be supportive on the playground. Yeah. You know, right. where it counts. Where our peer groups are, are are standing there, you know. I am in line to to do terrible out of sport. I'm about to be up. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yep. Up hammers up. You know, everybody comes all in, the every, uh, all the outfield moves in. Yeah. I've actually knocked myself unconscious choking up on a bat. <laughs> what? Yeah, like you. How did you? 
Take a bat, put uh-huh. it, put it, put it right in the middle, uh-huh. and swing it. It'll hit you right in the bread basket. Oh, right in the oh, bread basket. Yeah. You hit yourself in the stomach with a baseball bat. Yeah. You were swinging. Yeah. So n- not only, not only did I not make contact with the ball, I knocked myself unconscious and I couldn't breathe. And then it's. Is he crying? Oh, and, I, oh, and I can't brutal. breathe enough to go, no, I'm not crying. I've actually hit myself in the diaphragm, and it's, it's very hard to get in air. So I just went, <laughs> no, which is obvious. And then I think yeah. I might have started to cry. Of course. Right. And what I wanted was a girl to just go, leave him alone. He's a genius. <laughs> Isn't that all any of us ultimately yeah. want? Yeah, leave him alone. He's, he's, not, understand. he's not meant for this. <laughs> yeah. He's not meant for this. And like the, He doesn't need your metric. Yeah. <laughs> Something. He is a late developer. This one, <laughs> he will eventually hit puberty with with a, like a running stride. Just wait for it. At like twenty eight, yeah. And not. It's just going to be all up. There's going to be no outward puberty. It's just all up. That's right, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why Star Trek Three is not going to make it to the finals. It's yeah. not making finals because it has too much to do with yeah. puberty. Too much. Uh, there's the, the idea that, like, ooh, I think she helped him through his pun far. That's grim. Yep. And um, it has some nice things about it. One, they, they get a Klingon vessel. Yes. And it's right. cool to see the Enterprise crew driving something that isn't the Enterprise. Yes. It's that just cool. cool. That is cool. Yeah. And, and they go to Vulcan. They do. They when, it there. When you're a kid, like I judge all Star Treks by how many Vulcans are in each episode. You're a huge Vulcan fan. Huge Vulcan Vulcan-file. fan. That's why I show up for the game. I will <laughs> – of all the different series, which you may want to do, what's the best Star Trek series? Absolutely. I always go Enterprise. And people are like, are you drunk? Because of T'Pol? No, not just because of T'Pol. Because it's just pound for pound, more Vulcans. <laughs> I like there are a lot of a easily quantifiable way of determining which is the best. Uh, More Vulcans, yeah. yeah. The, well, for, the for me, What's the but Vulcan this one they go through everything. I mean, you get to see him go to Vulcan. You get to see Vulcan when you're a kid. That's all you wanted, yeah. Because when you saw Vulcan, it was clearly a set somewhere in Burbank, yeah. And it was just you know T'Pau and the Gong and yeah. and the and Spock and. Kirk fighting. Right. They don't like go, hey, do you want to see where I grew up? Or let's, no, no, you didn't get any of that. So this, you get to see the, the arid wasteland that is <laughs> Vulcan. Yes. And then if I may jump ahead, then they get rid of that planet. Yes. Th- thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it the coolest thing in the world is now gone. Yeah, and we get to those reboots. Yeah, I know to him it was like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Vulcan's for the nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, I've knocked myself out with a baseball bat <laughs> playing the game of baseball. <laughs> Not like not like fighting as a jet, <laughs> but actually playing baseball. Like you're up. Oh, oh, oh! I hurt myself. With so, of course, I love Vulcan, and I want more Vulcan in my life. Yeah. So, three has Vulcan in it. Three does All have right. Vulcan in it, but so does four. He starts there. We get to see him take the uh, IQ. Correct. Test. Yeah, correct, correct. Correct. So, how do you feel? <laughs> this is now illogical. That- <laughs> oh, but Spock, it knows you're half human. <laughs> now that we are moving on to, uh, number four. Yes. Where it, it, you mentioned, you know, just the back lots in Burbank. Now we're going to see the front side of, uh, a California street. Yes. Uh, when they come to mid 1980s, United States of America, San Francisco. Yes, yeah. Golden Gate Park is where they where they land the ship and uh, looking for looking for whales. Where they, where they land? Ooh, hit that. Where they land the 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 Klingon ship? Yeah. They're still in the Klingon still ship. Still in the Klingon yeah. ship. That's what people have to remember. That's is right. that these movies go? They pick up. 
Yeah. So they're still in a Klingon <laughs> continuity. Ship, but uh, this movie is an abrupt shift to this is this is a comedy. Absolutely. It's the first time they go. I th- think we can make fun of ourselves. Yes, and they do it really well. Are they admirals totally at this point? Have they been? They uh, I promise you. There's real chemistry. Yes. Real comedy chemistry with, with Kirk and Spock. Yes. Hilarious. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Spock uh, is wearing a robe the whole time and he rips part of it, makes a headband so he can yes. cover his pointy ears. Yeah. Um, Kirk sells, <laughs> sells a, uh, glasses that were given to him, I think by Bones as a birthday gift. Yeah, but they're antiques. For money. Yeah. They're antiques. And think of how much money he got if he sold them in his time. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. he, he got like a hundred dollars and did the joke of, is that a lot? <laughs> he has no idea. And he has they, no idea. Yeah, they get kicked off the bus because they don't have exact change. Spock uh, Spock doesn't understand what cursing is because it has not previously existed in the Star Trek right, universe. Double dumbass really. on you. That's right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and our friend Kirk Thatcher appears as a punk on a bus playing a song that he performed. Yes. And getting the Vulcan nerf pinch from uh, from Spock himself. What was the song? Like, I hate you. I hate you. Yeah. And I despise you. Yeah. And then, then Spock knocks him Spock out. And the, bu- the bus applauds. Yes. Because he has taken out somebody that was annoying everybody. Was that a huge problem? I mean, I didn't I, I didn't take the bus a lot in Philly, but I, I'm pretty certain there were no Mohawk punks with giant boobies. No, but he was – I think he was a – a stand-in for any subgroup okay. that likes music loud. <laughs> sure. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yes. So, so there could be like, you know, cheerleaders playing that wretched cheer music. What? You know, that yeah. <laughs> remix music. Yes. Because when I take the bus, it's just filled with cheerleaders <laughs> and their remix music. And they're, they're, they're cheering and they're jumping off of things and then that clap <laughs> stuff. And I want to go nerve pinch them all. Yes. You know, showtime. Cheerleaders. <laughs> Cheerleaders every time. Flipping and catching themselves. And then they're, you can see their moms as the train goes by or the bus goes by. Their moms are off to the side like, come on, honey. It's weird. So, uh, yeah, I don't think it was just <laughs> punk rockers with their music. Yeah. Um, Do but it's it, I, that's a contender for my top. I think it's top, a contender too for my top five. Might be top three. I think Look, we're trying to pick. We're trying to pick number one. Um, I, I think it's in the mix. <laughs> this is a contender. Yeah, this is a contender. This is a yeah, contender. for number one. Honestly, this this is abso- absolutely contender. for okay. number one. All right, I, I don't mean to sound skeptical. Have, I mean, I know it's it's the first time you saw it, so you're like, <laughs> uh, no, you, I've you, seen. This is one of the ones I've seen. Right, but yeah. this one, this like the first one you saw. Yeah, this was yeah, this was the very first. This was no, no, no. Uh, Search for Spock was my first one. I thought you were watching it and they played two in a row. It no, no, no. And you two, saw and the end of. I saw the end of two, yeah. and then I saw the. But don't okay. Then the you saw all three, but Search you saw Spock four. With the scene of Spock, the you're my best friend. Uh, That's scene. the end of two. Yes, right. You have, you are, and always will be. You have been, and always shall be, my friend. Something right. Like that. By Grabthar's hammer, you shall be By avenged. Gra- yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, can I just say my favorite thing in Star Trek Four, which is. Uh, bones in a hospital dealing with uh, like he there's some guy who can't walk who he gives a pill to and yeah. then later on as they're leaving you see the guy like dancing he's like hey I'm cured <laughs> these like, are just pills that bones have yeah it's awesome oh oh and then they bring they, they do all those they bring uh, Scotty to make clear aluminum yes and he's like a keyboard how quaint yes it was awesome and he talks into the mouse Computer. computer. Hello, yeah. computer. Yeah. Couldn't, I mean, as an act of humanity, couldn't they have just left bones on the planet indefinitely? Like, 
Hey, um, I know you have to get back with these humpback whales, uh, all the rest of you guys, but you, can you leave us your weird space scientist who just cured all of our diseases? No, because then it would change the, the history. When yeah. they get back, everything's different. That's yeah, right. that's true. It's the butterfly effect, man. You can't do that. They had to take George and Gracie, the whales, the humpback whales. Yeah, who are being led back to George, and, George and Gracie. And can we really? Gracie. <laughs> Gracie was pregnant. That's right. She was. Spock figured it out by that. jumping in the tank. Gracie knows it. That was... That was... <laughs> All right. We're, can we leave the voyage home now? But I, I just want to say about... Yeah. I've seen that movie maybe 30 times. Sure. <laughs> it's funny. It like, is funny. It's not just a thing of like, oh, thank God they're making fun of themselves because we've been doing it our entire lives. Yeah. It's legitimately um, funny. Was still this, works. Which one did um, Kirk become an admiral? He was an admiral by two. He was an admiral by two. By Just maybe side one. Note, I, no, by was one, one. He was an admiral. He was brought in as an admiral. Okay. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know if, at what point he shifted from being Captain James yeah. T. Kirk. Yeah, but doesn't he become a captain maybe. again? Like you can't fly yeah. him. He gets busted down at the yeah. end of four. At the end of four, for him, having the Klingon ship and doing all that. And they for, give him a new enterprise. going against Prime Director. Right. Yes. But that's what he always people. wanted. He doesn't right. want to. He doesn't want a desk job. He wants to yeah. drive that Enterprise bus. That's right. All right, now uh, we have. Uh, I'm going to admit this is about where it starts getting wiggy. Five, six. Oh, yeah. right. I'm not quite five sure what's a, happening. Five is terrible. This, this is uh, 1989. Is Star Trek V: The Final Frontier, yes. and it is. Uh, it is arguably in in what I have found. Not to be the numbers guy again, but this one I will say. A lot of people think this is hands down the worst. Oh, yeah. Really? It's terrible. Yeah. It's yeah, terrible. they haven't seen some of the next generation films. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely the worst of the initial. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Easel- easily. Sextet. Sure. Who directed this? This one was Shatner. directed by William Shatner. Shatner did it. I'm and, just, uh, I just want to pause where we suck that one in. Yeah, yeah. let's I'll where take the, a where the, Yeah. Okay. Oh. Sometimes Pharisees isn't the way to play the game. <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know? Oh, it's only fair. Hey, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Is that the one where it starts and he's on a mountain, yes. but he's got floaty boots? Yes. No, Spock has them. He's climbing. He's free right. climbing a mountain. He's free climbing. Because that's what he does. Sure. That's what he does. This whole movie is just, is it just Captain Kirk uh, being awesome? Because yeah, just, William Shatner directing Captain yeah, Kirk. Yeah, he's got like a wrapper on Oakley's and he's just parachuting through every scene. He yeah. just comes flying in. <laughs> Hey, you're probably wondering why I'm on this skateboard. Uh, so, right, so he comes up and delivers his dry line in his little floaty boots. Yeah. Is it also the one where the Klingons take credit for Shakespeare? No, or is that the next six. one? That's, that's Christopher See what I'm saying? in the Undiscovered Country. Right? I get them all confused. That one is better than Five. They're, but neither one is a contender. What is Five's basic plot? Five's basic plot is Spock's half-brother, Cybok, is in search of search God, God in the center of the universe. God, that's weird. Shakari. Iman's in that one. Uh, no, Iman is in the fifth, is in the sixth one. This one. So when they search for, wait, how can that be? Cause don't they go to that planet and free slaves and that's where. That's in six. I'm going to tell you one more time. Yes. These two movies I've turned into one oh, slightly better. They're not going to win. Yeah. Let's just. Slightly uh, better film, but I, there, there are some elements that I like about them. Yeah. There, there's a mystery aspect <laughs> to, there's an assassination in six. But this is where Spock's, Brother thinks that that this God is the center. This of the head, universe. yes, this kind of Oz bullshit. 
Yes. Uh, ooh, beep. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of uh, it, like Zardoz. It's not a, yes. it is a Zardoz appeal. Did you just point to a Zardoz somewhere? Uh, the Zardoz, Zardoz poster. poster right over there oh on my the wall. God. It's quite beautiful. You saw all the all the Sean Connerys from Zardoz at Dragon Con. Man, there were right way now. too many of those. I don't like looking at Spider Man Heine or a Zardoz package. <laughs> like it's enough. I, it's too much. Yeah. It and like also Spider Man package too. Yeah. Because a lot of them will not wear a dance belt. No. Yeah. Why bother? Or right. or or not wear new special underpants. So I have yeah. to see exactly their Y fronts going yeah. and like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. It's like gym class. Take it. Clean that up. Clean uh, it up. But, you know, Spider-Man high knees. We were, we were grading yeah. those. All right. Um, six, six is better than five. It so has six, is, six is Iman the uh, – And Christopher Hold Parker. on. Hold on. Kim Cattrall as, as a Vulcan. As a Vulcan, yes. Nice. A five is garbage. Slow down. Slow down. It's garbage. We're yeah. just going to throw out five fives out of the running. Yeah. Uh, out of the Star running. Star Trek six. I'm going for those of our listeners who may not be have the in-depth right. knowledge that you Fine. do. The undiscovered country. Of the show. The, undersco- the undiscovered Yeah, the country. people that don't know anything about these movies are turning to this to find out. Yeah. Which, We're which saving one. them so much time. Yeah, we really are. They have no idea. You're welcome, everybody. I think if you line up and watch all these, you can't do it in a day. Yeah. There's that many of these it's, things. It's impossible. And one – We'll knock you out for the rest of the week. One one yeah. takes a day to watch. You can't do anything after that. All right. Don't so, drive. Uh, Star Trek VI, <laughs> The Undiscovered Country, is the last of the original uh, Star Trek crew movies. Quick yes. plot. What's the quick plot on that? Uh, the quick plot is uh, there a moon of Vulcan uh, – or not Vulcan, of Klingon. Praxis is destroyed. Right. The Klingons uh, claim it's the Federation. And right. They, they're, uh, at the same time, they're trying to come to a truce. So there's this odd – there are some Klingons and some people within the Federation that are trying to stop that truce from happening. Kirk and Spock and Bones are accused of the murder. They're all sent to an ice planet. They come back. Right. They have to do the, yeah. the trial. Yeah. They have to do the whole trial uh, in which like Worf is there, like a descendant of Worf played by Michael Dorn is there. Right. Um, it's not great, but it's so – like – it gets a shine from being after five. And it's five also the same director as Wrath of Khan. Nicholas Meyer. Nicholas Meyer. Right. They bring him yeah. thinking maybe he can fix this. Yes. And he And too many people he, he kind of did a little bit. He did a little bit. It was better. Uh, Sulu is very a highly of his own ranked. Ship. It was a little bit of turd polishing though. Yeah. It really wasn't making a great thing. Yeah. Okay. So that is the original six motion pictures created using the original Star Trek television series cast. Now, we are moving on to the next generation, and what better way to bring in the next generation than with a bridge film uh, between the two that features both Captain Picard and, uh, once again, Captain James T. Kirk. Right. So Kirk dies at the end of yes. six. Of, or, of Generations. At the end of this no, one. Star Trek, no, he, uh, he dies no, in I Generations. Thought he dies- he died in the other one. Then he came back in Generations. Like, to go get him from, like, crazy. I'm like, I'm living with my wife. Oh, you my think wife he's and- died right. because the ribbon at the beginning of Generations takes him away. They're they're christening a new Enterprise. That's right. The beginning of the, the film. And he's That's tr- it. And he tries to help out. Uh, he's, I mean. And, but he's been historically yeah. dead throughout the film. They assume that he's dead. It right. turns out he's in, not the Nexus or where, maybe it is the Nexus, whatever it's called. Um, this movie is hot garbage. It's hot it's garbage. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I, I'm not sure it's generation. 100% hot garbage, but it is pretty because there are some there is some hot garbage in in the franchise. I feel this one is pretty bad. It's not hot garbage. I feel like William Shatner is like, all right, I'll do one more, but 
I I want to ride a horse. <laughs> Get to have a horse. Yeah. I just want to I just want to ride a way into horses. Yeah. Horse I need guy. I need I need to be badass. It's yeah, important, it's important exactly. that that I'm treated as a guy that can still fist fight. Yep. Very important. And he and he fist fights. <laughs> It's what's his name, right? It's, it's uh, uh, it's it's a guy from uh, uh oh yeah, it's a Kubrick McDowell. film. It's Malcolm McDowell. Yes, <laughs> Malcolm McDowell. He's he gets a fist fight, in Malcolm McDowell, doesn't he? He's like <laughs> yes. a, it's like a bridge fist fight. Yes, like oh, this hips exploding the entire time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this arthritic fist is pounding, <laughs> pounding into loosened facial yeah. flesh. Like ow, no, stop, ow, it's no. Like a sack of rubber bands. Punching that a, skull is like yeah. punching a skull made of chalk. Yeah, it just has turned into powder <laughs> underneath. Just, if you hit him in the right place, his his, his skull explodes like a light bulb. <laughs> it almost looks like two guys fighting over Blanche and the Golden Girls. <laughs> like that's what it feels like. I'll have thee for a scoundrel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So it's it's ter- I mean, it serves to move us into next generation movies, which uh, there is one that's good, but it's it's a pretty it's a it's a mess of a movie, right? Which one? This is generations. This is, we're out uh, of generations. generations. Right. generations so now we're to first also contact. generally regarded as yes. terrible. First contact is is with the Borg. Is with the Borg. I like this film. I do too. I first like this contact. film. It, yeah, and it's the first one that is just the next generation cast. Yeah. It's sort of their Wrath of Khan because it's their biggest enemy, or one of them, the Borg. A- and they shank their first film, and they have to yep. come back and do something kind of cool. They have to say lock and load. <laughs> they might actually say lock and load in this one. <laughs> Multiple times. Might actually, sure. yeah. Not just a lock and load style yes. dialogue, but actual click, click, lock and load. <laughs> it's sort of the greatest hits of the original movies because they travel back in time. And it's a Wrath of Cod. So it's almost like two and four had a big... I, I would like to think they took a piece of paper, folded it into one of those fortune tellers yes. that we, we would have when we were kids. Sure. And just wrote down all the, like, this worked, okay. this worked, four. this worked. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, yeah, yeah, six. Yeah. And then you flip out the corner Blue. of the page and you're like, okay, this one we have to have Borgs in. Yeah, time yeah. travel. Um, if, if they had if they had chosen red instead of blue, right. you would have had Con. Because <laughs> he shows up in plenty of films. Like sure. they, later, they pull him back. Yep. He's so yeah. Again. So they 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 found those Borg. Great idea. Yes, and it has uh, James Cromwell and Alfred Woodard as uh, he's the creator of of the warp drive. He, right. He invents the warp drive, and they're he's like a miserable alcoholic. Efren Cochran. Efren Cochran. Efren Cochran. Zephram. Zephram. Zephram Cochran. Which is actually a, a guy from an original series. Like he really? exists. Yeah. You know the one where they're on this weird planet? It's very much like Forbidden Planet. Okay. With like the Robbie Robot kind of thing. It's, yes. it's, it's like that, but in a Star Trek episode okay. where they go visit Zephyrm Cochran and he's still young and he's been on this planet and he's in love with an energy source that has given him everything he needed. Uh, you don't remember this episode? I don't remember. So the Zephyrm character. Okay. Has been there always. Interesting. And it seems like they brought it back with the farmer from Babe. Yes. What, whatever James the name James Cromwell. Which I believe that in, in 20 years, I will look identical to. It's going to happen. <laughs> you're heading. In 20 I, years, you're going to look just like James yeah, Cromwell. like a short James Cromwell. Well, not that I'm short, but he's like maybe seven feet tall. Yes. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He's Shaq size. He's Absolutely. huge. Yes. Huge. Um, um, so, uh, uh, yeah. So, Farmer from Babe plays the guy that invented Warp Drive. Yep. They c- come down... What is the plot the of that? The has gone back in time and assimilated everything. So what? That's Enterprise, crazy, but they, we need whales. Yeah. They're like, what <laughs> happened? We've got to go get whales. 
Whales. So, <laughs> only whales can talk to the Borg. I forget how they go back in time. I don't think it's the same slingshot around the sun trick, but they figure out how to get back in time somehow. And, and they have to stop the Borg and they have to make sure that, that Zephram Cochran invents the war drive. So you have two plots going on. And Picard, who was once assimilated by the Borg and escaped, this is like... Lacutus. Yeah, this is... Which his, is not a cool name. Right, no, not at <laughs> it all. It includes the word cute. It sounds like a cat. <laughs> Come here, Lacutus. 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 You are Lacutus Widowborg. <laughs> yeah. But it's great. It's a good personal fight for him. Yeah. And then there's the Borg woman. Yes. Yes, the 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 queen. Yeah, and the they board. give Data a little bit of skin. Yes, with hair on it. With little, ooh, hair goes up, hair goes down. Yeah. She blows on it, licks it. It's very weird. Yeah, it's gross, and it's just like stretched out on yeah. him, like a like a weird piece, like a piece of meat. Yeah, but he's like, oh, I, I need this. I'm addicted to this wretched, terrible <laughs> piece of skin. Like I'll I'll kill everybody for this wretched, <laughs> terrible piece of skin. Uh, super cool. Yeah. Yeah, good, it's a good movie. I think All we right. can bring it into the finals. Um, I think that is the last. Is that the only? If you're if you're going from five to pick the best one, it should be in there. Yes, I, I agree. All right. Um, so that is uh, that one was also directed by Jonathan Frakes, yes. who played Riker. Yes. Frakes, um, stepping up. So can the, we? The second, the second in command on these ships do a great job directing films. Yeah. Do not let the one Picard directs is going to be awful. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so for the next two films, which are Star Trek Insurrection and Star Trek Nemesis, uh, before we started recording, we were trying to figure out which of these movies was which, and the only thing that could be agreed on was that they are uh, both terrible. Is yeah. that correct? They're, well, they they suffer the same problem that five six. Is it they're just episodes. I can't I can't tell which is which. Yeah, what happens in which one? One of them is surprisingly episodic. Where it feels like That's there's insurre- no that difference. That is insurrection. That's, That's the F. Murray Abraham. Yes. Feels exactly like a st- – yeah. if, if, if you've watched all seven seasons and you need more and you want it to be an hour and a half, yeah. watch that movie. There's that a, should be the only reason you watch it. There's a part of that where Data is in water and he says, in the case of emergency, I maybe use as a flotation device. And I that is the – I've only walked out of one movie in my life. That was almost the second one. That was almost the point. What is the one out. movie you walked out of? Hudson out of, Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Hudson Hawk is never. amazing. To time a heist by Would You Like to Swing on a Star? <laughs> the idea of two burglars who don't have, I guess, iPhones that they can sync to the same time. Right. Knowing exactly Frank Sinatra's version of Swing on a Star I, and where they're supposed to be in a heist at any point in that song is brilliant. I grant your premise. I, the movie I walked out of was Oscar. It was Ford Fairlane, excuse me. Not Ford, how dare you? <laughs> oh, how yeah. dare you? In that case. One Sambuca Oscar? Chick, please. It was Oscar. It was John Landis's uh, film. It was a comedy about Sylvester Stallone. It's a 1920s gangster who's trying to go straight. And it is a screwball comedy. And it is not a good movie. No. But look. To be fair, you just picture, like, Sylvester did, Stallone is from Philadelphia, and there's not you, much. Did you hem and haw? Did you like pick up your hat? And you're like, <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm, I'm, I'm le- I want everybody to know how displeased I am with this. I'm li- picking up my hat. Do it as loudly <laughs> yeah, as possible. Yeah, I said, well then. What are you on your coach? Well, I've had enough. Give me a bassinet full of cans. <laughs> I'm leaving, and I'm making noise on my way. Let me get my chains. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put those a clink, 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 clink. Excuse oh, me. 
Jacob Marley. Excuse me. With the chains that you forged during the terrible movie. Exactly. <laughs> I are, wear the chains I forged yeah. during, during the trailers. Yeah. Oh, to you who will stay for the film, you must have a ponderous chain by the end. <laughs> yes, yes. This film is more of a gruel than ghoul. The, uh... <laughs> It's a bit of a rare bit of beef or bad gravy. This film, a lot of mustard, <laughs> yeah. crumb and cheese. So, you walked out of this film. I walked out of that film, and and at because the age of 14, because data was no a flotation device. Wa- no, not out of that film. I almost did. I wanted to, but I, at that point, I was like, "All right, it's Star Trek. I'll watch it." Through. Let me tell you, I I plunked down my whatever money. I I wouldn't walk out of any film. That's it was like, did they just say they love Nazis? Oh, I, I I paid eight dollars for this. <laughs> I will. I will let them do that. I don't. I don't care. Yes, they shot a dog. I'm just going to keep watching it. I want to have an informed decision at the end. Plus, maybe at the end. How just... how late into a movie can you go to the and to the front and demand your money back? Though, could you, in theory, see half of Oscar? Did you get your money back? Like dragging no, your chains? I was and 14, I walked home. You didn't know you could go get your money back. I didn't. I didn't even think it was an. I just. You like, didn't know the, I what do they do to a fourteen-year-old kid who walks up to the to He's the ticket an, and is like, uh, "Excuse me, this motion picture was terrible. This was a letdown. Like my money back, please." Yeah, fourteen-year-old indignance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, implausible. First of all. <laughs> Uh, all right. This is completely unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's not going to be Nemesis. It's not going to be Insurrection. One of them they killed Data in. It That's was, the that was Nemesis. Which, I, and one of them which was, came from a Brent Spiner dream. Really? Did, yeah. we, didn't we establish that earlier? Oh, yeah, yeah. That it was from one of Brent Spiner's musings. Here I here I am on on the Gladys Day, my yacht, and it, it occurs to me that it's it's time Data die. Hold on, let me call Frakes. Um, <laughs> Freaky. All right, so. What now? You guys are gonna. You guys, I can guess where you're going to go with this. The reboots. Yeah, I love them. Um, do you really? I really do. I enjoy them too. Really? Yeah. With like the it. with the reverence that you guys are showing for the original series. Yeah, but we're the, not uh, psychopaths. That no. like somebody steps no. on our childhood. If they do it with a very attractive boots, I'm fine with it. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I actually liked. Uh, I actually liked uh, the reboots. So I'll tell I. you, Carl Urban as Bones is mm-hmm. so good that. That yeah. I forget that he was ever in any other movie. And Keith Urban as Spock is even Keith better. Urban, what, <laughs> what other movies? That hockey is, talk number he plays. It's unbelievable. What other uh, movies is that Australian crooner uh, Carl Urban in? Uh, he's uh, he's in all the Star Trek films. You just don't know it. He's he's under he's, bones. he's been bones this whole he's time. He's been yeah. bones the whole time. But no, Carl Urban is. Uh, you, I swore that he was um, that he was DeForest Kelly's son. That's how good his creepy. impression is. He's uh, a little big. DeForest Kelly, you can clearly see, as a tiny man with a giant head. Yeah. Like him and Prince <laughs> yeah, could, he, could uh, stand next to each like other. kind of a hulky kind of dude. The human and, yeah, and the other yeah. guy looks is built like a human being. Where <laughs> DeForest Kelly was like, they made him for Westerns in 1960. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's where he was built. To be, to be able to be standing behind the bar of a like Western? He, well, he fit the hat, he fit the vest, and he, he, on a horse, he looked like the proper lollipop kind of a guy. Yes. Like you put me in a horse, I got this tiny little head and this weird little body. It would look like the a hat is over yeah. your nose. It looks like a pencil riding a dog. <laughs> it's, but he looked like a guy, like an action figure on top of a horse. Yes. Uh, but they're they're good for they're definitely different. I think what the other other thing is like they're action films, which Star Trek right. typically is not. And I think everybody heady. does a good job being reverent to the character and doing another version of it. Yeah, they're good. I I wouldn't put them up against. Like yeah, you wouldn't put Benedict pulled. Cumberbatch up against Ricardo Montalban. I like Benedict Cumberbatch a lot. 
He's uh, he means me, more to not. me than Ricardo Montalban ever he's ever did. Certainly, but I, I mean like, he's Sherlock. Ricardo Montalban yeah, was this weird guy true. that talked about Corinthian leather. <laughs> like, it, you know, I didn't grow up in a world where Ricardo Montalban was a movie star. That's you, true. You know, it's, it just didn't happen. I'm like, who is this guy? He's got this exotic. Was was he in Gigi? Like, who is he? <laughs> but Cumberbatch. Yeah. Is Sherlock? So that's to me. That's that's a that's a heavy hitter. Great. He great does not choice. knock himself out when he plays baseball. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's just um, good. So are, are we going to take yeah, if, if, either if, of those films into the finals? Here's the problem with that. I think these are great films. I think they did a good job. Yeah. I, I would recommend them to anybody that doesn't like Star Trek to just watch them as good films. Yep. But can we even include them? I don't in I this. Feel like I, I feel like no. Okay. Do you agree? Well, here's why you, if, if we say we can't do those, why do we do the next gen? Because the next gen are real new characters. I think, I think we have to. They're real them. new, they are they're real new characters, them. but this one is a reboot of the original cast. Right, but w- but we titled the episode Best Star Trek Movie, so they have to be in contention. Okay, you're can right. Think no, no, win? Mark is 100% that's right. Fair. Um, that's fair. 100% yeah. right. You're right. That's a so good... That, so then can we say while we included Galaxy Quest because we love it and it is it is a perfect Star Trek And if they film, could get yeah. the license, they would have said Star Trek yeah. constantly. I think, right. we can, I think we can probably eliminate that one since it's not an actual sure. Star Trek right. movie. Not technically a Star Trek I know Trek we're going to get heat for that. But it is it's so a great. wonderful it's, it's, movie. It's close down your Twitter account if you're going to complain about it's that. It's so great, yeah. Uh, I did just watch that one again a few days ago. It's, it's so great. good. Yeah, I've been watching it uh, I've been watching it a lot lately, just since Rickman died. Just like I watch a yeah. little bit of it. Got to yeah. get more Rickman in yeah. my life. I you can't have it. I, and I, I, I cannot sit through Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm a grown-up. I can't. I can't. Oh, you yeah. are incorrect. What? That you can't sit through a Harry Potter? I was speaking for Hal. I've seen all of them a million times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a million times. Like, uh, many times. Good. I was worried. You have your mother's eyes. I don't Which wa- movie is going to be our winner? Um, not to, not to press on it. Okay. But we're, we're coming up on an hour. And, yes. uh, of quality entertainment. Of quality, quality entertainment. This is a, um, this is fun. This is, we're having a good time. I am enjoying myself. But you want an but, answer. But we need an answer. So right um, now we're, we have it down to one, two. And you're, you can't chime four. in because like you said, no, no, no. Like you I saw said, them I, in a fever dream when you were a kid and you I'm only saw moderated. three of them. If it was mine, uh, my favorite Star Trek movie is the inside of the HBO. Uh, All right. Then while the trumpets <laughs> are blaring. Then Doc Hammer will take his. Stab at it. How right. you can have your version and then between us we will agree. I love it. Here, here's my step. It is between one, okay, two, yes, and four. One, two, and four. I agree. Okay, we're 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 in we're in agreement. That one, two, so and the four. The original two thousand one, a space odyssey fever dream. Right. Yes. The Wrath of Khan with Wrath Carl of Khan leather rubber pack. Uh, <laughs> which, if you just want to go an IMDb rating, there's your answer. Wrath of Khan. Yes. And and then or four. The Voyage Home. Right. Now, I'm going to throw out Wrath of Khan. This is me, Doc Hammer. Wow. I'm, I'm going to tell you wow. why. I'm going to tell, tell you me, why. Because enough why. people have Wrath of Khan. I, I need to show what else is out there. Four, very important, because it was the first time they said all the jokes that we wanted them to say. It's yeah. actual comic timing. It's charming. It is a, it's a cute, nice film. Bring the kids. Nobody's offended. It's a lovely time had by all. And no time do you feel like there's going to be cussing. Uh, and one is a beautiful fever dream. 
15 minute shots of this is enterprise passing over you. It's like, it's, it's, um, it's, um, I've never watched it with my pants on, if you know what I'm saying. Now, now a 15 minute uh, shot of the enterprise passing over you, is that only because it had been a decade since people had seen it and they'd be- never seen it on a big screen? Oh, and, and not only seen it on a big screen, they had two shots of the enterprise in the original series mm-hmm. and they were, they would just change the color of the planet. Yeah. So they couldn't do that. And when they, now that they could, they had a little bit of money to show this beautiful enterprise and shoot it again. They went overboard, let's face it. But it's, it is a wacky, warm, creepy drug of a film. And if movies are supposed to take you to a different place, my friend, they close and lock the door. Okay. When they, when they're driving you to that new place. Uh, two doesn't do that. It's a, it's a, that film could have a car chase. You know, okay. there's a lot of films like it, and it functions well. The only well. one of these that could have a car chase is four, because it's the only right. one with San Francisco so I am, streets. Right. So I'm going. <laughs> could have a car chase. Yeah. Not like a. Could be like bullet. Right. <laughs> Would have been awesome. So I'm going to say one, only because it is the most transformative of these films. It is the most unique thing in that franchise. It is weird. Okay. And it's the film that I think is the most is powerful crazy. But do you want unique in a franchise or do you want representative of a franchise? Let me tell you, and I'm and not just to be weird devil's advocate. Oh, Doc likes the kooky film. I go back to one constantly. Like, I need that in my life. Okay. Like, I just want to watch this film. I need this warm, vibrating, weird mother to just hug me one more time. Okay. It's, it's immersive. All right. Now, uh, Hal, uh, give us your breakdown. We're we're like the Supreme Court right here. Right. That's this is our job, and it's right now it's you and I. I was picturing yeah, it's more like debate class. This is like let me read off of some cards very yeah. quickly. Um, I uh, let's negotiate here. Okay, go ahead. Because I would throw out one right away, and here here's why. It's not it's not a terrible movie. I, I say if I throw out you throw out one and I throw out two, then we are left with four. That's that's what I'm thinking. But here here's why I think it's. It's you have to put in a big effort to get through one for all the reasons that you point out. Those are the things that make it a transformative. You know who's watching one? Star Trek fans. Of course, I'm a Star Trek fan. I've watched it multiple times. I didn't watch it once and go. Because if we're to say what's the best Star Trek movie for guys that don't like Star Trek, my friend, I don't want to be a part of that argument. (laughs) Well, I'm saying, and it is best. one of the late ones. It's one of the last two. Oh, I see. I don't think I, I don't measure it that way. I, when I look at best, I look at all around. What's a what is a what delivers a good experience? What could be? I don't. Just I, as I see it as a lover. Okay, as a lover, and the best isn't like who's the most attractive person you've ever lain down carnally with. It isn't. It was like who's the one that did the weird nonsense? <laughs> well, it, it was, who's the one that did stuff that like I will never forget that? I didn't even know people could do that, and I might never tell anybody I did that. That's one. I will I will say of all the Star Trek movies, I've seen four more than any other one. I saw it multiple times in the theater, multiple times. I've seen Are you four. giving an excuse because it's going to win by default now? No, I've no, seen no. four in the I, last month. And it holds up. Holds up fine. It's beautiful. Holds up fine. It doesn't require director's cut or anything. Do you, do you want to go over. with four? I, I think it's Because you want to go with Wrath of Khan, don't you? I, I love Rathacon, but my favorite is four. I think it is I think it is a fantastic movie. I will let that be our yeah. consensus because I do love four. There you go. So, and it's, it is, it, it, we are clearly Star Trek fans. If four is our favorite this one, but is, yeah. just if, if you're a, a kind of like Star Trek and you want to see like a, just a straight ahead enjoyable comedy yeah. that also includes rubber whales. Yes. Plus perms. This yes. is a film with perms. Yes. A dog toy flying through space, screeching. Yeah. And shutting down everything electronic in its path. Yeah. Dog toy. 
It's a dog toy. It looks like a dog toy. You would throw that, a giant space No, it, it, it's, it's a tube with another tube <laughs> yeah. coming out of it with a little circular thing. And How did going, that get in, in a movie? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. it's the whale song. Yeah, but in the, in space it sounds different than it does underwater. They figure it out. Like Spock figures it out. Spock's a genius. He's a genius. Here's why. All right, here, we've made our decision. And it's a fresh new Spock. He's hilarious, and he yeah. just came back. Exactly. Yeah, he just came back. He just. Yeah, you're playing your loud music on this bus. I have seen death. Yeah, but like, yeah, like a week ago, I was a little kid on a planet that was be- like a, with a tempest storming around me. That's it. We did it. Four. I think we did it. Here so we go. Is, gonna, has the ruling been made? I'm going to hand nobody, down. Nobody's going to agree with us. Here comes this, this hand eight percent of the population. Will be like, yeah, four. They're, they no. they nailed it. People of the world, you listen to me right now. I know you That all. is your listenership, yeah. by the way. It's people you, of the world. All the world. Yeah. People yeah. of the it's galaxy. <laughs> people of the United Federation of Planets, beyond the neutral zone, to to Klingon, to Romulus, to the Lost Quadrant from Voyager, wherever you are, hear my voice. I'm opening all hailing frequencies to you. And I'm telling you right now, you can take Star Trek Rathacon, you can put it on the shelf next to all the other Star Trek films that aren't number four. Here's why number four is your best movie. Because it's a real Star Trek. They actually go explore and have to solve a problem. They don't have to fire guns. There's no big spaceship battle of any kind. It's pure exploration of modern day, if it's 1986 San Francisco. It's got great humor, great performance, directed with a sure hand. That's your best Star Trek movie. So stop telling people Rathacon. It's enough. It is enough out of you. It is enough. I'm, I'm, I think you're being hard on Rathacon. You're right. I like Rathacon a <laughs> it's lot. It's a good film. It's a but quality it's film. Best. It's been decided. It has been decided. Pound for pound. Pound for pound. If all Number things, four. all things considered and whatever. I appreciate cliche your, you want to throw in there, whatever yes. platitude you want to put, four is firing in more cylinders. That's, That's right. Uh, and, and I appreciate your benevolence in, uh, in, Going with the flow of it not being number one, yes. definitively. Oh, I uh, that's because I think people should understand why one is great, because yeah, sure. it's a narcotic. Sure, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Doc Hammer, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you. Thank you for coming to my uh, humble yes. home to do this. This, is, this It really is one of the more amazing rooms I've ever been in. When, when this comes out, yeah. we will be less than five days away from the premiere of season six of The Venture Brothers. Are you excited to have When is this coming out? out? Is this coming out this, this week? This is coming out. This is coming out. It will be January 26th we... into the 27th when this releases. When does it, when does Venture Brothers premiere? It is the 31st at midnight. Are you sure? Adult Swim. That is what, that is what Adult Swim is saying. I thought it was this Saturday. It could be. Maybe you will be surprised it'll be this Saturday. I don't know. I do believe 31st. it's the 31st. Okay, good. Good. Well, I need you guys because I don't know. <laughs> I don't check. excited for season six to be out into the world. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Well, there's that little bit of before it comes out, you're like, nobody's seen it. So it's yeah. it's it's precious and it's flawless and nobody can say that's great or that sucks. And once it's out there, it's like walk. It's like buying that outfit and you step out that door and the first, you know, you're like, I look, oh, man, I look so fag. What? Oh, 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 I thought I looked so cool. And this guy just beat on my gender <laughs> well i will tell you from what i've recorded for it and probably what mark is mm-hmm. i think it's hilarious and i can't wait to see how it all fits together because i've only done oh, bits and man, pieces there's no like spoiler alert there's no finale <laughs> well there you go folks 
Good. Then season seven, eight, nine, and ten. We'll wrap that coming up. to yeah. you yeah. over the next two decades. Venture Brothers Nemesis coming. To- it's worth it's worth watching. Yes. Just, if not yeah. just for how how much you guys are in that episode. You guys are <laughs> so big, so big. Everyone, it's like, oh, that's hell. It's Mark. That's hell. That's Mark. We did that. That's hell. That's Mark. It, it's yeah. our honor to join you. We, yeah, we are so happy to have you over awesome. Adventure Industries. Couldn't Beautiful. be happier. And now we're, we're here at Astro Base. And people, we've solved your problems regarding Star Trek movies, so you're welcome. Yeah, but there are many more topics to discuss, so please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or check out our Maximum Fun subreddit where many questions are in the midst of heated arguments already. Yes, or go to Facebook.com forward slash We Got This Podcast or email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you to producer Ken Plume. Thank you to graphic designer Uri Kelman and Kate McManus, who did some research for our own Mark Gagliardi. Yeah, thank you for that, Kate. Uh, also, thank you to uh, Mike Furman and Jonathan Dinerstein for our theme song and score, respectively. And finally, as always, thanks to you, our listeners. Uh, we uh, we have so much fun making these. We get to come to crazy, insane places like Astro Base. And uh, it's all thanks to you listening to the show. So thank you very much. As always, I'm Mark Gagliardi for Hal Lublin. And I'm Hal Lublin for Mark Gagliardi. And don't worry, everybody. We We got got this. this. I liked your Shatner thing there at the end. Well, thank you. We got this. Hi, I'm Brian Safi. And I'm Erin Gibson. And we host the Throwing Shade podcast. On Throwing Shade, we look at an issue important to ladies and an issue important to gay people, and then we basically make fun of it. Yeah, and just to answer your question, no, we don't have a marriage pact that if we don't get... Married by the time we're 30, we're going to do that with no, each other. No, that's true. Okay. Although we have each been divorced three times. Hey, I'm Barbara Gray. I'm Brandy Posey. And I'm Tess Barker. Together, we make up the Max Fun podcast, Lady to Lady. Each week, we welcome a kick-ass lady guest. We talk about our lives, our dreams, and the terrible decisions we've made that still haunt us. Mm-hmm. We've had on great comedians like Aisha Tyler and Margaret Tro. Plus screenwriters, doctors, authors, you know, anyone who's willing to be as open as we are. It's all a lot of fun. That's us, lady to lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.